Now, after she turns about 30, we, when we're 30, we, everybody goes through what's called a Saturn return. And Saturn is like here in the sky when you're born. And then it takes 30 years for it to go full circle back to the place where it originally was. And if you think about your own life when you were around 29 years old, you could probably think of all of these things that happened to you that were very incredible and changed your life and you were sort of different after all that happened. Now when she turns 30, I think you can just sort of sit back and wait for this because it's, there isn't much anyone can do with you before that, uh, sort of the threshold into adulthood. It's when you realize that you've just got to settle down and you can't do everything you thought you could do when you were 18. And these are what your options are and this is how you think you're going to do your life. And I think her Saturn return will be very intense for her because those um, messages, those lessons are going to come through in many ways. And after it's over, I think then she'll be able to settle down a little bit and, and really concentrate her energy into doing something um, good for people and maybe good for the world. You just don't know what's going to happen. You just never know. But... As I was working on this chart, I ran across in one of my books uh, something that said the second 20 years of this century are going to be very tumultuous, and one of the things that's going to happen is the spheres of art, religion, and um, ethics, philosophy, are all going to come together. And people are finally going to start living what they've been saying they're going to live, you know, all these centuries. It's finally going to happen. And there are going to be people who are agents of that. And I sort of feel like this kid is is, uh, is one of those people. Because this is a chart of somebody who's very... Religion is very important to her. Very important. Whatever that religion may be, you don't... Who knows? What, what the actual faith will be, but whatever that faith is will be very important. But it's not something that can just be pie in the sky because she's, with that Mars and Taurus and other things that are going on in this chart, she's really got to live it. It's got to happen for her. And um, then with all the artistic overtones in here, I really think that that might come out in her art. You were about to say, holy shit. <laughs> You're the artistic messiah. You're falling in love with this woman a little bit, I think. No. This <laughs> total crazy bullshit. Okay, I, just, right. I did actually, two, I had one little factoid I wanted yeah, to throw out there. Throw it out. That occurred to me while we were, while we were listening to this. No Doubt's follow-up album, Return of Saturn, yeah. was a reference to the fact that it was recorded the year Gwen Stefani turned 30. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that. That is a pop-up video if I ever heard yeah. it. Yeah. Hells yeah. I think I actually got that one from TRL. All right. Well, I remember that um, rather... Not to derail the conversation. Let's... No, no. I remember that album coming out, and and I was like, what the fuck does that title mean? And sure enough, that's what it does mean. Uh, but <laughs> incidentally, uh, Cheshire, you had a 30th birthday recently, and how eerie is it that we're listening to this with those references we're hearing it is, after you just turned 30. It is very eerie. And, and the eerie thing is that, that we kind of made the connection to do this podcast on my 30th birthday. That's um, right. I found the tape recorder to play this tape on my 30th birthday. Wow. So how bizarre. And some of the stuff she's saying, I mean, you know, obviously... <laughs> as far fetched as it may be. Right. Um, in terms of the kind of figuring your shit out at 30... And 29 being kind of a big year of things happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little spot on. Like, a lot of stuff happened right before my 30th birthday 
very kind of exciting life, big life stuff in terms of I, I got a new job um, that I'm very excited about and that I can can see myself in long term. And I, I, I bought a car, which felt like a really big <laughs> kind of adult thing to do. It definitely did feel like a like a big a big milestone for many reasons, despite not only that it was thirty. Yeah. Um, and and what she was saying about religion too. I'm I not. I to ask. Isn't that important to you? Well, so I'm I'm not religious myself. Um, I wasn't raised uh, with any religion, but I studied comparative religion in um, college, and I was super into it. I spent one summer living at a Zen Buddhist monastery. Cool. Um, I went to uh, five months of seminary school to learn about that. I was really committed to becoming an academic, really, or an expert in world religions. Um, I think that's one of the frequent potential outcomes of not being raised strictly mm-hmm. in or faith. Right. Because as an outsider, it can appear so bizarre and almost magical. And, <laughs> it's supposed to be magical to right. a large extent. It was like, I have, was raised Episcopal, but my parents didn't care about it. So I had so, some of the same experience hmm. where I thought, well, this is crazy. What other crazy things are people thinking about? So I was if, like, a reli- if this thing is true, what else is true? Yeah, what, el- <laughs> what other crazy things do people think? God knocked up a virgin, had a son who lived for 30 years, then he killed. Then he died, but he brought him back to life. So now we can all go hang out with God. I, and yep. we eat him every Sunday. Yes, that's, and, and drink <laughs> his blood. And, and in correlation to that, this Indian prince figured out how to live on one grain of rice a day. Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you doubt that that's possible? <laughs> yes, I do. lostandrewound.com.